Welcome and great to have you join us as we go off script with Sam Monk, Senior Leader of Equippers Church. Enjoy today's podcast. Well, welcome along to episode 15 of Off Script with Sam Monk. We're talking about what's worked, what hasn't, and leadership lessons. Good to be back here, Sam. Come on. And yeah. um, I guess today you want to jump in, start the conversation off just talking about, I guess, leadership rewards. Um, for anyone that's pursuing God or pursuing leadership, you quickly learn that there's costs to this thing. Jesus is even quite clear yeah. that there's cost. But I guess that leads to the question, well, what's the payoff to it all? What's the reward of this whole yeah. thing? Yeah, well, I, I think the reward is the harvest. If a seed dies, um, if it doesn't die, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces a whole lot. And I think the reward of ministry is you know, the changed lives, the individuals. Um, but also knowing that God um, knows intimately the desires of your heart. And I like what the psalmist says, where he says, delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And he knows your desires better than you do. And I I think you can trust him with those desires. And and there's a reward from serving God. Um, The reason why we're in this is not for nothing. Um, but it's it's defining what that reward is because yeah. it's a little a little bit different to what how the world defines rewards. Yeah, yeah, big time. Mm-hmm. And I guess yeah, what you're seeking from out of the world and get from there is quite selfish. Yeah, um, but the rewards, yeah, from God are quite different. Yeah. And I guess um, even in your journey and how you've seen it is how that that shift from a uh, a kind of a worldly reward system to yep. a kingdom reward system. How, yeah, how do, how do you even navigate that as a leader? Yeah, well, the big thing is, you know, in the world, they want fame, success, yeah, yeah. <laughs> material possessions, you know, that's a reward. But I like the parable of the talents because it's interesting when people speak on the parable of the talents, often they speak about the, the dude who buried his talents in the yeah. ground. And, you know, there's a whole message on that. Uh, but I've, found, you know, I was reading that and I was caught by the reward of the guy with the five who invested and got five more and the guy with the two who invested his two and got two more. And uh, in the New Living, it says, you know, well done, good and faithful servant, the words that you want to hear. Um, Well done, good and faithful servant. Um, uh, Here is more responsibility. (laughs) (laughs) Let's celebrate together. And so the reward of being good and faithful uh, in this situation of the guys who, who invested their talents, grew their talents, was more responsibility. Yeah, wow. And I got myself asking, I found myself asking the question, man, in a lot of places, uh, first of all, we see responsibility as a burden, not a reward. Yeah. And so the question I asked myself was, how do I renew my mind so that I can see responsibility as a blessing not a burden. Yeah, well, because a lot of us, let's face it, it's like more responsibility. Man, I'm trying to get rid of responsibility <laughs> <laughs> in a lot of places. But in the kingdom, the reward for doing well is actually more responsibility. Yeah, well, and I guess I mean, like you're saying, for a lot of people, that's not the natural response to responsibility. <laughs> is the yeah. yes, awesome, more, but um. I guess you want to unpack, I guess, how, how do you develop an appetite for that? An appetite for, for responsibility. responsibility. Yeah. yeah. Well, when you say, you know, here's your reward, more responsibility. It's like saying, here's the reward for eating your vegetables. 
is not dessert. <laughs> it's more yeah, vegetables. Yeah, yeah. And I think you just got to settle in your life that um, everything in your life uh, requires maintenance. And, you know, so often we buy into an image of success that's not accurate yeah. or not true. Those things that we think are going to satisfy us are probably not going to satisfy us. And, and you know, I've got this uh, stone garden, but even my stone garden needs weeding. <laughs> yeah. And I think we buy into an illusion sometimes that this reward is going to satisfy us, but where it's actually the adventure God <laughs> calls us to, that's the thing that's going to satisfy the longing of our hearts. It's not the new car. It's amazing how a new car becomes an old car very quickly. Yeah. It's not the house. It's not the holidays. It's not all these other things, you know, that in the end, you know, really in the light of eternity are meaningless. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not those things. And I just think, you know, really having that, uh, looking at things from an eternal perspective is really important. Yeah, yeah, totally. And one of the questions you, you've often asked us as a team uh, at different times is that question of who do you want your reward to come from? Yeah. <laughs> who do you want your reward to come from? And that's a big question. Do you yeah. want to, I guess, for the listeners, unpack what you mean when you ask us that question? Yeah, well, I like that Sermon on the Mount when Jesus talks about fasting and praying. Yeah, He says, go shut the door, do it in private. Um, and he talks about people who do it in public. He says, you have your reward. You know, but if you do it in private, in the secret place, it says God will reward you openly. Yeah. And, you know, there's a hidden power that's discovered only in the secret place in our lives. And it's whatever you do in secret, whatever you do for the audience of one. I know a lot of sports people write yeah, A-O-1 yeah. on their armband. Whatever you do for the audience of one, you know, in the end, God is your rewarder. And I like to think of it this way. It's like when I go shopping, um, you know, or when my girls go shopping, should I say, <laughs> when my girls go shopping, they don't go shopping through the eyes of their own resources. <laughs> they they shop according to what's in my bank account, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and because I have more than what they have. Yeah. And, and I, when I think about a reward is, you know, I could get my reward from you, I don't know how much money is in your bank account. <laughs> we won't disclose that publicly yeah, yeah, right now. Quite the podcast for that one, but, <laughs> um, but or you know, I could get my reward from God, who is unlimited. Yeah, it's like, who do you want your friend? Which one of your friends do you want to buy the present for you? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's the one who's got the who's got more resources. Yeah, 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 and who loves you more. As well, it knows you better. <laughs> yeah. And um, I guess you also just want to unpack, um, you know, we, that's the whole thing of God has this ability to reward us. Yeah. But in many cases, we can get caught trying to chase that reward. Yeah. Instead of actually, no, if we pursue the mission and we pursue the things of God, He provides the reward. Do you want to just talk about that difference between yeah. God provides a reward versus us chasing after the rewards? Yeah. Well, so often we make an idol out of the reward. Yeah. We've got to chase God. We've got to seek God out. Like Matthew 6, 33, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. Yeah. And a lot of people today, you know, can seek out travel, can seek to buy houses and different things. 
But housing, clothing, shelter, different things, they are a byproduct. God says, I'll look after those things. I've got those sorted if you seek me first. And I found when you chase God, the things that other people chase find you. Yeah. And I found that in my life, you know, whether it be you know, owning our house or whether it be travel. Kathy and I have never sought those things, but in seeking God, it's almost like God's opened the door and say, hey, I can trust you with this house because I know you're not going to serve the house. The house is there to serve you. You know, yeah. a lot of people, you know, chase travel and chase an adventure. But in seeking God, you know, I've found, you know, that adventure, the greatest adventure you could ever live finds you. And, you know, that's that's the blessing of following God. You know, there's huge benefits from serving Jesus. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you lay down anything, Mark chapter 10, if you leave houses, brothers, sisters, for my sake in the Gospels, he said, oh, now in this time, you know, you'll get a hundredfold with persecution, but a hundredfold harvest is is the promise now in this time. Yeah, yeah, great. And, you know, I've heard heard you use it before and share about before just even how in your younger years you chose to take responsibility on as the, in leading the church which meant giving up the ability to travel and doing OE and a lot of those things a lot of people chasing the younger years but now yeah. you've got more travel than you want yeah yeah <laughs> exactly yeah it's funny how that works but, yeah, but my yeah. encouragement to you know anybody starting out in leadership is when it comes to responsibility um, don't shun it yeah uh, say yes take it on yeah, 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 and you say, oh, some people may say, oh, I can't, I've got too much on when you play. There's always a way of of doing something. Yeah. Uh, I get encouraged, and I look at people who carry more responsibility than me, and I think, how do they do it? Because you know, a lot of them they carry more responsibility. They've got a great marriage. Their kids are flourishing, and I'm going, if they can do it, I can do it. Yeah, yeah. But so often we dismiss it because we think, oh, we've got too much on our plate. But there's a way of doing it. You know, we've all got the same hours in a day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've all got that. So maybe we've got to look at it differently. Yeah. But a lot of people dismiss it and, and no, I don't want that. Yeah. It's like we've actually got to get off appetite for vegetables because if we eat our vegetables <laughs> we get more vegetables yeah. <laughs> and, and and growing that appetite is is really important because you know that's how we see change in the world and I think I said on one pos- uh, podcast you know you know you're growing in maturity when you can take responsibility for something that's not your fault yeah well well and I guess um I don't know if you have any thoughts around this but just in in your journey you've obviously been on a big part of raising up a whole lot of younger leaders coming through yep. and there's leaders that jump at responsibility and leaders that are shy yep. from it. I guess what are some of the things that you've found that are causing people to, I guess, have that shyness towards responsibility? What are some of those blockers or filters yeah. that we might carry around responsibility that people need to, yeah. I guess? Well, I think a lot of people don't realise with every blessing comes responsibility. Um, and kids are a blessing from God but they don't feel like it at 2am in the morning (laughs) you know getting a car owning a car is a great blessing I remember my first car Morris Minor 1000 top speed 80k's (laughs) 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 had had the engine of a sewing machine and uh, like a sewing machine and it was like you know great blessing but you get that car you know 
breaks down, needs gas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a responsibility that comes with it. And a lot of people, you know, um, don't see how the blessing outweighs the yeah. responsibility. Yeah. And, and in God's economy, I, I believe the blessing outstrips massively the responsibility. Yeah, yeah. And because people don't see that, they often go, oh, you know, I don't know if I want to take on that responsibility. There's yeah, too yeah. much. But knowing that, yeah, changing people's lives, <laughs> having yeah. an effect on people's lives in their eternity. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't view it from etern- uh, eternal perspective. Yeah. Um, you know, you always pull back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I mean, even even on that whole thing, the if heard you kind of talk about it before, if you want to dive a bit more into it. But the the whole difference between you know we all we all, we all pray for provision. But responsibility is actually when you step into that, okay, now I'm a provider. So yeah. I'm not just praying for provision. I'm praying I can become a provider. Do you want to just talk through that whole yeah, well, dynamic? Well, there are big words from Jesus where he said, it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of us go, I'm blessed if I, I get an answer. Yeah. I'm blessed. Somebody bought me a car. <laughs> I'm blessed because, you know, this happened. And in fact, you hear a lot of testimonies in church about, oh, I got blessed because I got a pay rise. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I got blessed. Uh, that's that's good. That is a testimony. Yeah. Of God's provision, uh, God provided for the Israelites in the wilderness. Yeah. Their shoes never wore out. Clothes uh, never wore out. Food outside their tent, awesome. But in the in in the promised land, you know, they went from needing provision to actually becoming a provider. Yeah. And I think promised land living is when we go from looking for an answer to becoming the answer. Well. And so often we're in a place where we're looking for an answer rather than I can actually be the answer to somebody else's problem. Yeah, great. And that's, that to me is living in the promised land because it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, receiving is a blessing, but if you want to go to a greater level of blessing, <laughs> it's when you graduate and you become a giver, not just a receiver. Yeah, I mean, and that's a that's a big challenge for all of us, I guess, out there is to not just believe for provision, but pray we can become a provider. And uh, I hope this episode of Offscript with Sam Monk uh, has blessed you. Why don't you take a moment to like and share it with people in your world? Otherwise, we'll join you back here uh, for another episode of Offscript with Sam Monk. Thanks for listening to Offscript with Sam Monk. If you found this podcast helpful, make sure you pass it on. We love your feedback, so drop us a line about what topics you'd like to hear about on Offscript with Sam Monk.